Good evening, my friend. I'm going to start off with a very interesting question, a very troubling question, a question I had not planned on asking. Uh, it was certainly not a part of this subject matter tonight, but I want to bring this to your attention and ask you to open your mind, open your heart, your soul, and your brilliance, your analytical skills, and ask yourself this question. A question that we had not thought of, or I had not thought of prior to this, and I'm throwing out to you now. As you may have heard, I'm sure you have heard, there was a young man by the name of Aaron Bushnell, or Bushnell, U.S. Airman, who set himself on fire at self-immolation as a protest, he said, and, and it was it was written, it, it was it was recorded as a protest to what is going on in Gaza and to orders. Apparently US Department of Defense has compelled the participation of Air Force members like him in Israel's activity. And it says here, it was reported that uh, provides uh, for airmen and guardians deploying to Israel. This is apparently some, uh, this was an, uh, this is from 23, November 21st, 23. So in, in any event, either he's deploying some military action or, or order to be there, or the uh, Israel-Palestinian event or what is happening in Gaza or however you want to do it and you can hear you can hear him speak you can hear him ex explain you can hear him explicate and describe why he is doing what he is doing now here is my question it's a very very simple question is he a martyr and I've got a poll here I've got a poll for you to answer. Four conditions. Is he a martyr? Is he a hero? Is he mentally ill? Or is this just a tragedy? This is one of the most interesting subjects. Again, it just came up because we're going to talk about, theoretically, globalist jackals are celebrating the world's surrender and collapse. But instead... This one makes me think, oh, this is interesting. This is most, most, most interesting. Now, think about this very, very carefully. Let me ask you, first of all, to subscribe to the channel. This may not be a subject matter for all people. Um, I'm not, I'm going to be very careful the way we handle it. The, the particular framework of the discussion. So please subscribe to the channel, please. Please do everything in your power uh, to always, always make sure that you remain at all times subscribed. Make sure you know what we're doing. Sometimes we have, you know, surprise live feeds and the like. We have later on this evening a drop that follows uh, an hour from now on the subject of this um the latest development regarding Fannie Willis in this Mr. 
a DeSantis, not Ron DeSantis, but but an operative, perhaps maybe a, a Biden stooge or apparatchik, which might be explaining. That's coming up at eight. And then later on in the evening, one of the most incredible interviews I did with a dear friend of mine named Diane Diamond regarding this thing, which seems rather innocuous, guardianships, conservatorships. They seem rather, you know, benign. They are anything but benign. But first, dear friends, before we begin in this very serious topic, let's take a word, listen to a word from our sponsor. Let's talk about a very serious subject, emergency food. That's right, emergency food. I know, I know. At first blush, it's difficult for for most people to think about something that they just take for granted ever reaching emergency status. We're used to stores always being open, deliveries always made, no supply chain disasters, no ransomware catastrophes, none of that stuff. Nothing shutting down our gas stations, right? No trucking strikes, no war, no protests from farmers, nothing catastrophic in terms of weather. Nope, that can't happen to us. Uh Uh-uh. And I understand it's a defense mechanism that we have because the idea of ever not being able to eat or locate food is seemingly incomprehensible. Well, it's not. That's why it's time for you to go to my site, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com has the deal of deals for you. Now, take it as a as a starter set. You've been putting off emergency food for too long. Some people still have a thing about prepping as though preparing for emergency is foolish. Now, right now, you can save $60 on a four-week emergency supply kit. This is unbelievable. 16 varieties with a 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories a day in two beautifully modular uh, buckets that weigh 38 pounds total. These are waterproof, and they're perfectly stackable. Four weeks, a month. Now, be honest, could you go a week without any trips to any store? I'm not talking about having stuff in your cabinet. I'm not talking about banana chips and jerky. I mean food, real food. So go right now to preparewithlionel.com. Right now, right this moment, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. You'll thank me. Trust me. All right, my friends. I cannot think of a subject as fascinating as this. I cannot, I, I cannot think of one. If you've just tuned in, there was this, a fellow, an airman named Aaron Bushnell, Bushnell, who set himself on fire, killed himself, in protest, in protest uh, for, in fact, let me see something here, just uh, to get the, the official uh, story, as it were. Um. This is, this is Time Magazine. It says, an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force has died after he set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in Washington on Sunday in apparent protest of the ongoing Israel-Hamas war, which he described as a genocide. The Metropolitan Police Department identified the deceased demonstrator in a statement as 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell, who has, whose identity and death were first reported on social media by independent journalist Talia Jane. And uh, now, here is the question. Right off the bat. Is he crazy? Is he crazy? Right off the bat. Is he crazy? Is he mentally ill? Is he somebody who is not in connection with reality? Is he somebody who is mentally ill? Somebody who could be hospitalized? Somebody who could be removed from society? Somebody who could who could be forced to 
undergo treatment and medication and the like, somebody who is mentally ill. Do you think so? Yes or no? Mentally ill. Mentally ill. And if so, or, or, do you consider him to be uh, a hero? Somebody who actually did something like this that it takes gut. We hear about this sometimes. Remember when, remember years ago when it was Bill Maher, when he first got himself in trouble, when he was talking about uh, the, uh, uh, those who flew planes, he said, those who flew planes or jets into the World Trade Center. And I'm paraphrasing something to the effect that you ha- you have to admire. Um, I'm, I'm saying this wrong, but their their courage. Of course, that did not mean well. Is he a, is he a coward somehow? Is he a, a coward? I don't know how you would make the argument he's a coward, but is he coward, a coward for doing this, a coward for dying? Or is he just a sensationalist, negligible, crazy, a martyr, a hero? What did this accomplish? Is anybody going to remember? Is somebody who does this by nature themselves crazy? The Buddhist monk, the Buddhist monk in 1960, whatever it was, that famous picture of self-immolation who sat in the middle of the street in Vietnam who who protested, that many people looked at, they didn't say then, at least I don't remember, ah, he's crazy, he's crazy, he's a nut. Remember that crazy monk? It was a different story. Maybe because it was Vietnam, there was a Quaker, there were other people. The, the individual who started either Arab Spring, remember that, wasn't he a Tunisian fruit monger or somebody remember his the the man who set himself on fire um uh i think it was the arab spring wasn't wasn't that the oh uh, yeah uh tarek altaya mohammed buazizi this was the uh right he was a tunisian he was a tunisian street vendor who set himself on fire december 10th December uh, 17th, 2010, in Tunisia, an act which was a catalyst for the Tunisian Revolution and the wider spread Arab Spring. Did they call himself? And th- this, this, this was a street vendor. He was protesting against corruption and unemployment. I think he was trying to sell fruit or something, and somebody came along and somebody said, well, they, they either shut him down or, or, or did something where they turned his, his, his items over or did something. Do you remember them calling him crazy? Do you, do you remember this? He goes, do you hear about that crazy Tunisian guy? He never said that. He never said that. He never said that. They said that was the cause. They pushed him too far. They pushed this. He was seen as this was the catalyst. Not the day this lunatic man. One of the most interesting presentations of this is Andrea Mitchell. Well, not that she did this, but she was, her people did this. At the end of this, I thought this was very interesting. They said, if you or someone that you love needs counseling regarding threats or whatever of suicide, call this number. And they, they likened it or attributed it to a, to a suicide, to basically 
somebody who was depressed or somebody who was whatever they 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 attributed this to a, to, to to a suicide to the usual suicide very interesting it's interesting it's fascinating and i'm looking at this thing and first i cannot i personally and maybe because i'm maybe i'm Maybe because I'm not mentally ill. Maybe I'm. I'm. Maybe it. Maybe it takes courage to do this. Maybe I don't have that courage. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm a coward. I don't see anything. Anything. Me personally. This is just me. Nothing to do with him. But I don't see anything. It's almost like a kamikaze. It's a different story. Suicide missions, things like that. Suicide people who, who deliberately or people who people who use themselves as projectiles. It's another story. Somebody who goes into a bus, somebody who goes into a crowded market and detonates a suicide vest, they're almost using themselves as a, it's like a suicide, like, like it is a suicide, but it's almost like a kamikaze, if you will. That's, I don't want to say it's different, but it's different. That's not made to be protest. You're using yourself. Yes, you're making a statement, but you're actually going in and you're trying to hurt people. He wasn't hurting anyone but himself. And of course, his family and that sort of thing. But was he mentally ill? I don't believe. He could be, but I don't believe that makes you mentally ill. I don't believe that. I think that you can be the, you can be, do you believe that people who commit suicide are mentally ill? Yes or no? Do you believe that a person who commits suicide is mentally ill? But this is really, this is, this has been one of those topics that for the longest time people have been debating. The strongest instinct is self-preservation. Strongest. It's, it's hardwired into you. When you are feeling cornered, you will fight back with a ferocity no one has seen. No one has been able to even grasp. You know what I mean? Nobody. It's, it's, that serious. So when somebody refutes that, somebody abandons that, you think, wait a minute, that's 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 not natural. That that goes against the grain. Yes, but it's done for symbolism. It's done for a different reason. If you run in and you say, I'm going to run into a building, risk my life to save people, you're called a hero. You're risking your life to go into, a, let's say, a building that's on fire to save people. Let's say you do save people, but you die as a matter of it. You risk your life. Other people would say, when you do something like this and you put and you make the ultimate statement, I don't agree with this, by the way, but they will say this is the ultimate form of heroism because you're basically saying, I am making a statement. Again, this is not my I ask you, if you have X, Twitter, please read the reaction. It is fascinating. Fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. And one of the things I want to tell you is, one of what I find even more interesting is that so, so few, virtually no one does this in the world. 
you don't see this. It, it, it happens, but it's extremely rare out of 7 billion people. It doesn't, you don't see this. So it is, but it is, it is the rarest of the rare of the rare for it to occur. I don't want to spend the whole night on this, obviously, but it interests me. And I love your reaction, your reaction. And I, and I see this. Suicide victims, some hear voices, so yes, they are sick. Some hear voices, so they are sick. Do you mean the people who hear voices or the people who commit suicide? Zoloft, side effects, suicide. One of the classic things that people say, one of the classic, classic Parts of the of the hymnal, the conspiratorium, dare I say hymnal today, is that you must say the following. The number one side effect or effect of antidepressants and SSRIs in particular is suicide. You must say that. It's part and parcel. It's, called, it's almost like a like a like, like a Tom Cruise. Uh, uh, it, it, it causes it causes, right? How many times have you heard that? The number one side effect of of, uh, of of SSRIs, and and for them to even list it means that that it has to be so frequent and so usual and so popular, if you will, that you have to mention it. And they will say this, right? You will say this, and you will say, "Aha!" What does that mean? I don't know what that means, but it means something. You see any wrong with that? You see anything wrong with that uh, appraisal? Anything? Anything that comes off? Uh, anything that grabs your attention offhand? Anybody? 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 Now I don't want to ask. I don't want to ask uh, anyone here. And please don't say this. But I venture to say that if you are a regular population, there is at least one person here who was suicidal, thought about suicide. Or maybe attempted suicide. It is. Oh, I don't mean to do that. As 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 rare and as crazy as you might think it is, I promise you, there's somebody here who has thought about it. I don't mean thought about it like terms of. Gee, I wonder if I. No, no, no. no. I'm not thought, thought thought like you wanted to do it. Number one, thought about it, uh, or or attempted it. I'll bet you anything. Are you mentally ill? Do you think somebody's mentally ill? Oh, what does that mean, mentally ill? What does that mean, mentally ill? What does, what does that mean? Is depression mental illness? Is that is that a mental illness or is that what does that mean? Sean Martin says it is because they are already depressed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the most important pieces of truth right there. Yes, you missed this. Um Uh, I uh, I don't want to read some of these uh, these some of you like Laura are writing these very important points. I don't want to read them out loud, but 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 I implore you to read your your poignant accounts. You see, Sean, you bring something up which is so interesting. One of the hardest things about life sometimes for people to do is to interpret things, to take data and interpret it. 
to take data and then, for example, cause and correlation. Cause. Cause. When someone is depressed, and here is the best part. Listen to me very carefully. Most people, remember this, who are depressed, never think about suicide. Most people who are depressed never think about suicide. They don't go hand in hand. Normally, suicide will follow depression, but depression does not necessarily follow suicide or does not recall suicide. It's a different story. They, it's, a, it's, it's a big difference. That's number one. Number two, do you know the number of people, how many people right now are on Zola? Or, or, uh, or, um, uh, oh God, um, what's the other one? You know what I mean? Whatever. The antidepressants, the big ones, Olaf, and, and, um, you know what I'm talking about. How many of you? How many? More than you can imagine. There are people who have been absolutely saved. Their lives were changed by that. Their serotonin levels were absolutely. Um, nuts. Look at this. Uh, Ibrahim member says, I have a movie recommendation for you. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that immensely. And Prozac. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Prozac. Prozac. Prozac, I know, has changed people's lives. There were people who wouldn't be able to go to work. They were inert. They were, they had anhedonia. They, they were just Oh, it was horrible. And Prozac and other sometimes it just turned a light on. It opened up, it opened up some kind of whatever you want to call it. I know that. I know it. I've seen it. And they're not suicidal. They're not suicidal. And they've been on SSRIs for years. And is anything but they would be suicidal, perhaps maybe without that. So it's very simple, especially for us lay people who are experts at everything from COVID to vaccines to myocarditis. We are experts in um, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and, and spike proteins and virions and S uh, 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 H1N1. We, we, we know everything, the law. We know the Constitution. We know crime. We know gut. We know history. We know everything there is in the world. We'll take two, three, four facts and we will stand and we will hand, pound our fists on the ground and say, it is because of the fact that these SSRIs cause it. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know how many people, how many people are on antidepressants? There should be suicides left and right. Now they're going, they're going, they're increasing, especially in the part of kids. The problem with suicide, and the thing I told you this and why it means, it not mean so much to me, but when I was in college, it was a, 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 a volunteer at a suicide and crisis center. I was on the phones and, and I thought it was interesting. And most, most people that we talked to were really in crisis and they did not commit suicide. Um, but the thing about it is with every other form of self-help, you can, you can maybe follow up. You can talk, you cannot correct. You cannot deal with this once it is done. It goes without saying it's just, now I will say that I think Mr. Bushnell was not mentally ill. Not necessarily. He could have been, 
But this does not make him mentally ill. Could not. It, 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 it does not. We love to say, in our world, we love to say that people are crazy. Anybody see the Wendy Williams? Who is my friend says, the plasmatics? No, Wendy O. Williams. How many people saw the Wendy Williams piece? Anybody? Did you see that? Did you see uh, this uh, thing? Did you see her? Did you? Well, I'll tell you something. It's very, very sad. Is she mentally ill? I think she is an absolute composite of things. I think she is a composite of alcoholism, mental illness, me- uh, 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 how do we say this? There is a, and by the way, Wendy O. Williams of Plasmatics, very sad, very, very sad story. But if you want to see something, look at, look at her, look at, and it's, it's terrible to say this, but but look at her. Ibrahim says, the beekeeper. You don't steal from the weak is what the movie projects. One man gets his revenge by eliminating a phone call scam empire. Ah, you know, I've been seeing so many of these uh, so-called, these scam um, uh, exposés on various uh, um, YouTube channels. But thank you for that, Ibrahim. Thank you so much for that. By the way, Yuli's Gold, if you like beekeeping, if, you, if, if you're into apiaries and the like, Yuli's Gold is a great movie with Peter Fonda. I loved it about bee. I love bee, bees and beekeeping and all this stuff. Anyway, so th- th- this just fascinates me. This just fascinates me. And there it was on the entire, everybody obviously has to say, if you are, if you are against, if you are against the quote Palestinian cause, if you think that there is nothing to it, if you think that in the, in the, in the contest between Israel and either Hamas or against the Palestinian people, you cannot possibly uh, hold Mr. Bushnell in high esteem because you'd be in essence validating his claim. You can't do this. This is the case. This is the issue, which is going to be one of the biggest problems of this election you can imagine. And it hasn't even begun. It hasn't even even begun to to approximate what is going on right now. I'm telling you, I I swear to you, it is something that I find absolutely uh, important. Here we go. Uh, Kathy says, by the way, I, I, I enjoy, your last name, I know many, many uh, friends of mine with that name. I agree with you on so many things, but antidepressants are a scourge of society. Two granddaughters both tried suicide on these drugs, got real help, and are thriving. We are drugging the world. That very well could be, and I'm so, I'm so sorry. However, let me tell you what the problem with that is. I do believe that yes, yes, there have been cases by virtue of the evidence. And in some situations, either either whatever the serotonin imbalance is or whatever it was, 
it could either put somebody in the state of, of uh, being suicidal or exacerbate something that was already there, especially somebody who was already su- uh, uh, depressed to begin with. That's why the literature says so. That's why the literature says so. There have been, as you know, Kathy, people who have gotten off of the, this stuff and weaned themselves. And and uh, and by the way, they you should never just stop medications because all of a sudden you, be, you start playing with with fire. And then there are many people who are doing other things and, and got off of it, and that's fine. Then there are others who have been on. You understand, there are people, uh, Kathy, who are still on drugs, serotonin, reuptake inhibitors and the like. And they will tell you that their life has been changed from this. And they're not suicidal. Uh, look at this. Mrs. L's interview with the pretty black lady was so inspiring. Oh, this was right. You have got to see these two. Wambui is, this is one of the, she is one of the greatest ladies I and Mrs. L have yes her name is Wambui Bahati I'm going to give you this and she is one of you talk about inspiring and you talk about just but just a great great uh, woman just absolutely terrific let me give you this link right now please watch this uh, oh, she's she's the real deal. She is just so terrific. And also, by the way, I'm going to give you this one as well. This is um, Madeline Brame, National Crime Victims' Right. Right. This is the one. This woman is incredible. National Crime Victim Rights Advocate. Her son was killed, murdered by four thugs. He is a is a veteran, right? It was a Sergeant, yeah. Afghanistan. Afghanistan and comes here and is killed in this country by thugs. Right, got killed in this country. And wait till you see what this woman does and how she turns around. Oh, this is a story. Laurie says she radiated beauty. Absolutely. We're going to make sure. I hope she, I hope she, well, we're going to make sure she sees that. Thank you. She's incredible. I mean, there are really, there are really, there are incredible. Madeline Brame is just, you can't believe these people. And, and there are, there are folks out there who have fought things. And I can't imagine what it's like for you to go through some of these things. It's one thing when you are a prisoner of your mind. And we, we have this thing about mental illness in this country that is barbaric. Barbaric. We will talk about diabetics. We will talk about people with heart murmurs and heart disease, like you can't believe. But when it comes to something like this, when it comes to to this, when it comes to um, people fighting, it, 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 it's... It's so inspiring. You cannot believe. I'm trying to think of, of, of so many things that are my, my mind is awash right now in so many ideas. Let me also tell you something which is so critical. 
My heart has always bled, bled for schizophrenics. Oh, look at this brain. Look at this. Lori Cuck, honey, look at Lori's brain was powerful. Absolutely. Let me tell you something right now. Mrs. L's channel is each, there isn't a clinker in the group. Everybody is another, is just another example of just these powerful, brave people with something to say. It's kind of like that thousand points of light, not, not the government, not, um, they're just people who, yep, providing empowerment and solutions. Absolutely. Let me give you this right now. Make sure you sign up for Mrs. Ellis. Right, right. I want everybody. I want to see 300, 400 new subs tonight on her channel. She's that, she's that important. That important. Yeah, brain was powerful indeed. So anyway, what I want to tell you is that, let me go back to something before about suicide. And Mrs. L, I love that Mrs. L lets them talk. Absolutely. She actually, there's nothing worse than somebody who just, you know, say something, but when somebody wants to talk, let them speak. That's why they're there. Don't don't go all Hannity on them. Let them speak. Let them get, you know. Wait till you hear this story tonight. I did today with Diane Diamond. You can't believe what happens about, and, and I thought I knew this about guardianships and conservatives. Oh my God. All of a sudden people have gone, people in their 90s, very wealthy, very well off, not in mentally ill. They go to the hospital, they they wake up in a, in a guardianship. It's like, what's this? Well, you're not able to take care of yourself. Who says? Well, these people who went to a court and petitioned, you're being placed in a guardianship where you are the ward and you can't do anything. Look at the story of, look at the story of Wendy Williams. Now you may say to yourself, I don't care. This is a woman who, whether she is crazy or not, do you know how many people in Hollywood are walking? You think Marilyn Manson? <laughs> you know, I mean, there are people who have been, who have been alcoholics, who have been, who is it? We had, we had this Amanda Bynes. We had, um, I remember Heather Locklear, Britney Spears. There were people who turned their lives around. Let me tell you, one of the best stories, one of the most incredibly powerful stories is, is Robert Downey Jr., who's going to win the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. He went through a period of time. Look what he did. Where they have guardianshiped him, plucked everything away from him, cast him, put him into some kind of a weird juridical judicial prison where he can't make his, he can't do anything. He's stuck in this. And nobody will listen to you because you're crazy. Well, of course he's saying that he's crazy. Oh, I'm not. Yes, you are. That's what crazy people do. It's unbelievable. It's like a form of judicial imposed uh, 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 slavery. It's like a violation of the 13th Amendment. It's incredible. And all of these subjects, mental illness. Oh, I was going to say before, Ellen Sachs, you've got to watch her, to watch her. E-L-L-Y-N or E-L-Y-N. Sachs, I think it's S-A-C-K-S. Is that Ellen Sachs? She is 
Unbelievable. Typical situation. Typical situation. Yep, Ellen said E L Y N S A K S. Uh, incredible. Incredible. He's Oxford trained with the Vanderbilt, Yale Law School, really smart. But it happens always in your 20s, early 20s, when you're at the prime of your life. Ready to take on the world. 20, 21, 22. And it happens like this. Parents get a call. It's a roommate of college. A lot of times in college. A roommate, campus police, friend. You get a call. Mrs. So-and-so, yes. Your daughter, your son, Matthew, Maxine, whatever. They're okay. They're okay. Well... They had to call the police. They were they were threatening to jump, or they were on top of a roof, or they were singing, or they took their clothes off. And they and, and, and you think, wait a minute, what? You have the right number? My daughter, yes. Never showed any indications, no problem, no symptoms of anything. A psychotic break, and that's it. And it doesn't get better, and it doesn't go away. It is so cruel, so cruel. And from that moment on, you're crazy. And you will always have that stigma. You will never be able to run for office. Look what they did to Tom Eagleton. Tom Eagleton, remember that? And he was a McGovern's, uh, uh, they, they punted on him. Tom Eagleton, he, he had uh, electric ECT. I think he had a shock, a shock. ECT, electroconvulsive therapy. Sherwin Newland, who happens to be Victoria Newland's father, great, great man. ECT has done something. These mild, it's a very mild, mild. There is a, there's, there's some residual memory loss, but the point is it has been able to, in the most severe of people, reset them. And once you get, once that happens, you're called crazy and nobody listens. Oh, look at this. Some diagnosis depends on insurance. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, try getting life insurance. If all of a sudden you said, well, I want to do a kind Really? Are you on antidepressants? Really? Yeah, but I'm doing better now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And did you, were you ever committed? Well, I did have one. To, uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I it's, we, we have to figure something out. Kitty Dukakis. Kitty Dukakis. Remember that? They laughed at her. She drank. She was alcoholic. She drank. Um, uh, she, tried to, uh, she, she was drinking um, uh, mouthwash. And, and they laughed at her. Because we laugh. It's our thing. We're medieval. The brain is a different function. It's not like. It's not an organ. It's this thing. And it goes back to medieval times in which people are almost like satanic in the like. Oh, Second Amendment problems. You're telling me, what's that thing called? Red flagging or red... Uh, uh-huh. By the way, what about this? You're a, you're a veteran. You, you, you uh, defend your uh, country. You, you go and you serve your country. And you come back and you're all effed up. Okay? Because we sent you there. So what do we do? 
We just brand you forever. You're a nut. You're a crazy. You're a lunatic. Don't let him have a gun. PTSD. They make it sound like a name. Bring me PTSD. It's like, oh, no kidding. What's the matter? Oh, my heart broken. Oh, bro. HBD. You know, heartbroken design. You gave it the letters? You gave it what? That's right. He gets broken heart to dysmorphia. Dysmorphia? No, I'm just sad. Oh, we got to give it a name. Get a diagnosis because you're crazy. You're nuts. You're a lunatic. Why? Well, you had, you went to war and you actually had, you, you, you mean you were affected by it? Oh, you're crazy. I think you'd be crazy if you weren't affected by it. Imagine that. Something's wrong with Dave. Went to the war, came back. What's the matter? He's fine. What's wrong with that? He's fine. He didn't notice the war. He liked it. There's something wrong with him. Why? Well, he's going to work and he's whistling a lot. Ooh, we wouldn't hear that. We wouldn't hear that. We use the word all the time, schizophrenic, psychopathic. We get them confused. How many times have you heard psychotic? You're psychotic. The other day I heard Shmuley Botiak referred to, referred to uh, Finkelstein as, I think he said psychotic. You're not psychotic. Psychotic is a break from reality. Psychotic is you hear voices, you're... You're just you're disorganized in terms of executive function. You can't you jumble words. You can't abstract. Psychotic is schizophrenic. You do not want to do that. Does not mean double split personality. I got PTSD from the cabal. Well, I don't know what that means, but look at Lizzie Solak. We need three hundred likes. That's my girl. She's a den mother. I need three hundred likes. See, this stuff, this stuff people don't want to talk about. They don't want to talk about. They say, look, I'm not crazy. And these people are crazy. And you know what? I don't mind. They're just crazy. And I don't talk about these crazy people on the street. And this guy's crazy. And by the way, most crazy people, crazy people are not violent. And by the way, not, not, not everybody who's violent is crazy. I mean, let me ask you a question. Do you think Hitler was crazy? Do you think Hitler was crazy? We can say it. Stalin, Mao, pick, pick, pick the despot you want. But do you think Hitler? Because Hitler, Hitler is the 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 archetypical or archetype, as people say, the archetypical uh, personification of evil. Do you think he was crazy? Absolutely not. Evil. I'll let you decide. Psychopath? Nope. 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 Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. I could sit down with you and say, now listen, I have, I'm the general here, and I'm going to tell you something. We're going to take out this area right here. We're going to kill between 10 and, I don't know, uh, maybe 1,000 kids. There's an orphanage right here. Do they even have orphanages anymore? Anyway, we used to have an orphanage. Uh, I'm dating myself. We're going to take this orphanage out because that's critical for the. But we're going to do it, and uh, we'll commence right now. Any questions? And I can think of it like nothing. I'm not a. I'm not a psychopath. Not at all. I just know in my mind that this is something. It's like somebody who amputates a leg. Got to do it for a good reason. 
It's not because I'm I'm mean. I'm not going out to hurt people. But this is war, and well, during war, you got to break a few eggs, as they say. Aline says some would say they were successful. Well, it's interesting to say that you know, Laura, you got a you got a good attitude, you got a good twist to this. Pill social media is suicide for clicks. Next, you know what? Um, we found out. Uh, yes, yes. And I find out there are too many young people committing suicide. And Mrs. Allen and I had a friend that we didn't see for a while. And we read in the newspaper. I said, oh, my God. She went to, what was it, Sweden and killed herself or, or had it done. It was very, very sad. This was the most troubled person we had ever met. Troubled from the, from the get-go. Just absolutely get-go. There is a, there is a, there is a, please, there is a documentary on Bellevue in New York. Bellevue was considered tantamount to the crazy house. In Florida, we had a thing called Chattahoochee. Isn't that a great name? Chattahoochee, Withlacoochee, Mikanopi, the notice as all these great Indian names, but Chattahoochee was this state mental hospital. And they would say, watch out, we're gonna put you in Chattahoochee. And state and and anyway, Bellevue is the case here. Watch this video. You and I kept thinking of Tom Cruise who says, You don't need medication. Really? Look at these people. And this one, and it's very sad because the woman who was this very under, this wonderful psychiatrist, she, um, I don't want to do a spoiler alert here, let me tell you, but during the course of, this is years ago, she had some, uh, she discovered breast cancer and she later on tragically did not make it, but she was, she had one of the most incredible, um, one of the most incredible uh, ways of dealing with these people. It was just wonderful the way she talked with them, like they're humans. And they talked to them in a very, very matter of fact position. Many of them, and some were just so sad. This one reminded me of like Lisa Lupner. Remember that the uh, Gilda Radner character? Her glasses were broke. I mean, it was just your heart breaks because they're not doing anything wrong. They didn't do anything, they're not hurting anybody. But they can't survive. Some are on the street. Some people are okay. They're just it's like, what do they do? Their 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 illness is is their mind. Just the ability to think clearly. Um, when you say things sometimes who are true schizophrenic, they can't abstract. If you say like top of mind awareness, they don't know what that means. Cat got your tongue? What? No. This ability to abstract, they don't have this. Stan Lipman says, did my troll comment at New York Times David French opinion on war funding cause Lord Rothschild to pass or am I crazy? Did my troll comment at New York Times David French opinion on war funding cause Lord Rothschild to pass or am I crazy? Well, you are not crazy. By the way, uh, the the Lord did pass, and of course, they're making all kinds of connections and the like. Let me tell you one thing, which is very, very important, and I want you to uh, listen to me very carefully, especially if you're going to be involved 
in this particular brand of political ideation and the like. But first, first, rather, there's nothing crazy about this at all. It's about luxuriation. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. Yes, I know, a free gift. It's a tautology, so sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And they're monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip-ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at MyPillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Here's the link. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or MyPillow.com slash Saladis or Virgil slash Lionel, or call 800-645-4965. Watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel, simply and absolutely the best. I want to tell you about something, especially those of you who are brand new to the, to the, uh, to this particular world. And I've seen this before. When Alex Jones came about, and the internet was in its, dare I say, its nascent period. And it was the Wild West, and it was fun. Uh, look at this. USA has no hotel for the mental folks. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know what that means, perhaps, but interesting. But thank you, Lori. And Stan Littman, by the way. By the way, if you ever see Stan's name on a ballot, please vote for him, whatever it is. Stan Littman. Just vote for him. With a name like that, you you, you got to vote for him. Stan Lipman. I'll vote for him. Um, when 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 this happened, when when in the old days of the the nascent period of this, it was wonderful, and people started to say, "Hey, I don't think uh, I think I got some questions about this nine eleven stuff." What? What? No, no, I'm just, you know, I just. What's the matter with you? No, I'm just, you know, and, and some people were. That's when you're crazy. You're you're insane. I was on the fifth anniversary of 9-11. I was downtown. And there were people who were walking. And I don't know if this was legit if they were, but they said there were no planes of any sort. There was a hologram. I said, okay. And then People started to, and by the way, anybody who ever wears a button or a t-shirt, they're not crazy. See, I use that word crazy too sometimes. They're just, sometimes people get in into the excitement of it. Do you ever see people, those pictures of uh, girls screaming and yelling over the Beatles? What the hell was that all about? What was that? What was that about? Are they crazy? No, but it's a kind of a crowd thing. It's it's Gustav Le Bon. And, but, but when Alex came along, I was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <clears throat> this crazy guy, he's just crazy. 
Then came conspiracy theorists. Let's go a step further. Not only are you kind of crazy, but you are a proponent of this idea that things just don't happen. Oh, no, no, no. That there's a a cabal, as you say, a consortium, a, 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 a coven, a convocation, a consortium, a cadre of individuals who are crazy. Look at this. Ibrahim just gifted 10 Lionel Nation memberships. Thank you so much. By the way, when you're a member, you get to see the videos first. I'm just saying. Laurie Cuck, who's on fire tonight, says, take care of our mental people before the illegals. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. They're getting more money than our elderly. It is insanity. That is insanity. Ibrahim also, look at this, did it again. Gifted 10 Lionel Nation membership. You are, you, you're in, honey, this is incredible. Don't get Mrs. L started about the, about the, do not, do not, do not, do not get her started on that. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. Now, there are people, this is interesting that, you know, years ago, speaking of mental illness, there were people called, Look at this again. Look at the Ibrahim. He's going nuts. He's going crazy. Thank you, Ibrahim. He's giving them out like mad. Good for you. I know. Years ago, there was a group of people called retarded. We don't say that word anymore. It's like fine. I understand it. I'm not. I'm not about to uh, uh, do this. But there were kids, and if you had somebody, if you saw somebody with Down syndrome or something, there wasn't a sense of fear. It wasn't a sense of anything like that. It was a sense of of love, of compassion. We had Special Olympics, and we had, you know what I mean? There were it was it was. Remember that kid? What was that thing? Golden Years. What was his name? There was a kid. No, not Golden Years. It was a show on TV. He was a he had Downs. It was a it's an actor. Oh, look at this, Laurie Cook. Thanks, Ibrahim. Remember him? There was a movie, one of the best movies I had, I saw was a movie called Johnny Stacchino with uh, Roberto Benigni. And there was this kid, this uh, kid with Downs, speaking Italian. I don't know why people, remember the old joke? Everybody speaks French, even the kids. Anyway, so there was this, it was a movie, it was Italian, and he's speaking Italian. Which I used to tell a friend of mine, he goes, isn't that something? I said, no, he's in, he lives in Italy. Yeah. No, no. If, if a kid with Downs can speak English, he can speak, any, it doesn't matter. Ibrahim, you're out of control, my brother. You're out of control. Thank you, my friend. He's going crazy. Anyway, I, sh- I shouldn't say crazy. But all I know is they love to say there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. And we always say this. And you got to ask yourself. And I always want you to say something. Do, do, you have a, do you have an operating manual about yourself? Are you crazy? Now, let me explain something to you. 
Probably not crazy. Do you have behavioral disorders? Maybe not. My favorite, borderline. That's the best. Not narcissism, borderline. It's the most stupid name for some borderline what? Just borderline. Borderline what? Spend some time, go on YouTube, look at Corky, Life Goes On. Thank you. That's it. Thank you, Edward Mitchell. Um, Ibrahim says, you, ca- you called me crazy, so now I have to stop. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> no, I almost called you crazy. But thank you. You're a good man, Ibrahim. In this movie, in this movie, In this movie, uh, Roberto Benigni has his friend who has Downs, and they never bring it up. They're just buddies. Johnny Sakino, Johnny Toothpick. It's just, they never bring it up. They never say, hey, look at this. I'm talking to it. No. They just, it's like the movie, what was the movie? Not Jackass, but there was a movie where this guy pretended to be special, and the it was brilliant was it Johnny Knoxville who did this I thought it was it was almost like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder Tropic Thunder. How, how they did this it were these people who were saying you're not whatever it is I don't want to say retarded but you're you're not what no you're you're trying to pass and it was it was the most I thought it was great they talked about it like it was absolutely the most incredible thing in the world he's doing it again the sanest man I know. Thank you, Ibrahim. It was fabulous. It was interesting. I'm very careful to say you're crazy. You're crazy. They used to think gay people were crazy. It was. It was in the. It was in the. Uh, in the. Uh, uh, it was a diagnosis. Mental illness. Being gay. It's ridiculous. You're not gay. I mean, you're not mentally ill because of that. But that's what they said. That's what they thought it was because it goes back in the time of being medieval. Abraham says, you thought I was serious. It's because you're crazy. Just kidding. Crazy. Crazy for being so lonely. All right. What a night. What a night. We, we, we started off. We started off. The ringer. We started off with this idea that we was going to talk about the neocon jackals or whatever, which is a whole other story. And then this broke. That broke. But I saw this on YouTube and I thought, this fascinates me. This really, really, really fascinates me. And when it comes to helping people who are mentally ill, don't expect a lot of... If you went to CPAC, that's why the Trump administration has a number one domestic priority, mental illness. What? It doesn't, it doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't, because people think, well, that's not me. Nobody, put it this way, nobody likes mental illness. Nobody likes it. They may like special, developmentally delayed, retarded, that word, that they may like, but nobody likes crazy. 
Crazy or dead, I choose crazy all day. Indeed. Indeed. You got to ask yourself the question. I don't think most, again, please forgive me. This is a subject that just fascinates me to no end. Because I do not believe, I think, I think crazy is rarer than you think. Crazy, medically crazy. Um, uh, uh, put them in, uh, you know, isolation, uh, commitment crazy. Very rare. Weird. Oh, we've got weird. Oh, my God. We should, I could tell you. Oh, we deal with it constantly. Weird, strange, um, uh, megalomaniacal, stuck up, delusional, not crazy, not mentally ill, just, I know a woman who takes pictures of herself, it's like, it's like, enough, but she's considered, okay. What is this Tucker assassinate attempt? I don't know what that means. Is that something I should know about? I have no idea. I'm not familiar with that. Um, we we might need a little bit more. We'll look into that. In any event, dear friends, thank you so much. And Abraham, thank you. Thank you so much for your kindness and your your absolute um, non-parel, your brobdingnag, and your immane, your immane uh, kindness. And Laurie, Laurie, you've been on fire tonight. Uh, Ed Weird Mitchell. Thank you, Ed Weird. I appreciate that. Uh, Sean Martin got this right off the bat. Right off the bat. He got it. He understands what's going on. So anyway, dear friends, let me also say this again. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Go to Lynn's Warriors, the best interviews. And uh, Wambui is our is a just a beautiful person. Watch what she has to say. Watch these two great women interact. It's beautiful. It's it's what I think the internet should be. It brings people together and lets you hear people you would have never heard before. All right? You got that? All right, my friends. All right, Huck, thank you. We love you. Thank you, everybody. You are tremendous. And remember, if you ever do feel that you are in need of of somebody to talk to, if you are contemplating or seriously, uh, not well, experiencing ideations of self harm, you should see someone because of the irreversibility of it. Doesn't get any more serious than that. And and if you or a loved one or somebody is suffering from something called mental illness or something that's identifiable. Join a club of people who are so notable and so it is so commonplace and so unfortunately commonplace that there's nothing to be um, uh, embarrassed about or nothing to be concerned about. Just be careful, by the way. Remember this. With whom you share personal information with about your own particular thoughts and Medicaid, just just be careful. Not everybody's as understanding as we are, okay? Okay. Thank you. Does this make me odd? I don't think so. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Tonight. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. 
March 7th, if you're in New York, I'm going to be interviewing her at a wonderful place called the Three West Club. And we're going to be going through this because, by the way, Diane Diamond, she is, she's so true. We've known each other since the OJ days. Michael, she's one of the, the best journalists. And we're going to be talking about this. Um, and also, if, if you see it on my Twitter, my Twitter account, as it were, my Twitter, let me know. Okay? All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. Don't ever change. I have a fixation about flatus. Does that make me weird? Yes. But kids love it. How many times have you ever seen this? The kids look at you like, oh my God. As soon as you do this, hey, I like this guy. Instant friendship. All right, dear friends, see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. Don't ever change me. That sincerely. Don't forget, follow Lynn's Warriors. Subscribe right now on YouTube, Lynn's Warriors and Lynn's Warriors on X or Twitter or whatever the hell they call it this week. All right, we love you. Have a great day. Don't forget the monkey's dead. The show.